There it is. Great. We're live. We did it. Yes. Didn't take us long, but it still took way too long, I think. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But yeah, early early episode this week. Yeah. Um It's kinda nice. Yeah, no, for sure. I don't have to stay up too late. This will be good. I'll get a full night's sleep. Yeah. <clears throat> Here's my current conundrum. Okay. So I'm going home uh next month for Christmas. Yeah. What do I do about game consoles? Mm. You have a DS. You could just play that the whole time, <laughs> I guess. I mean, like that's like guaranteed, but it's like yeah. I need I need like a console console there. And I the only thing that's still up there is a PS3. But it's like, do I do I bring back a PS4? Do I bring back the Xbox One? Do I bring back the Wii U? Like, it's it's I have I can only do one of them. I want to do one of them. Uh huh. I'm not sure what I should do. Oh, what do you play the most? You know, it goes back and forth. Recently, it's been the Xbox. I've been buying a lot of uh, my games for the Xbox or receiving codes for the for the Xbox. But you know, play. PlayStation Plus, I have plenty of games there too. Then again, mm-hmm. same with games with gold. Mm-hmm. Oh man. I'd say I have more games that I'd be interested in at the time with the Xbox, but the Xbox is like twice, maybe three times as heavy as that PS4. And I'm not really? checking bags, by it's the way. It's not heavy, huh? The Xbox One is 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 a beast, yeah. And I'm not checking Holy bags, shit. so I'm bringing my two carry-ons. So it'll be in a backpack. Okay. Um Either way, you could probably just like use Johns <laughs> if you really needed to play a game, just go hang out with him. I mean, I'll I I'll so. have several friends with Xboxes and like what I did last year, I didn't have my Xbox up there. Um so when I went over to a buddy's house, I just loaded up my profile. There were all my and I had a a couple disc games with me. Mm-hmm. Um but that was fine because I was still playing my 360 then. Because Assassin's Creed Rogue came out. So that was like my primary game for the holidays to go through. Sure. Now there's no like, I can't, I don't think there's any going to be any like past gen games that I'm going to be wanting to like sit down and play. I think it's going to be current stuff. Yeah, sure. Oh, shit. Um, I mean, the answer to all of this is to have a gaming laptop. <laughs> but I guess so. That's, that's not really option, expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not not an option here. No. I think it's got to be either the Xbox or the the PlayStation Four. I just have more games for it. Like the Wii is yeah. not coming. Sure. But I, I just I don't know what to do. Yeah. Um. Do more of your friends have an Xbox over a PlayStation Four? Um, it's pretty even out of the people I'll be seeing, I would say. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like it's flipping a coin. I <laughs> it think I know it doesn't kind of matter. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to, I'll have to, I'll have to think of something. The PS4 is making less and less of a sell to me. Like Bloodborne, I think is like the only game on that console right now. That Oh, I you're saying about. in general. In general, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Because one of the games I cared about, I just watched a Let's Play of, and I'm I got the experience of that game. I'm good. <laughs> so was, this was Until Dawn. Yeah. Okay. Because that game is essentially a movie. 
Right. So watching it is the same experience as playing it. So like I know how quick time events work, so I didn't have to go through any of that. Okay. Okay. So you're thinking maybe maybe an Xbox in your future. I'm thinking because I want to play Halo Five. Halo Five is a lot of fun. A lot of yeah. Your game. I want it so bad. <laughs> also, just got to play some of those new games. Got to play that new Guitar Hero. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's also against the PS4 because I had a bunch of stuff on Rock Band on the PS3. That PS3 oh. died, so I can't get any of the licensed song stuff to transfer over. No, so no, I you can. Lost. You don't need the old one. It, does it just go through your username? Yeah. Yeah, your account. So okay. if you're if you're sticking if you're on Rock Band, you gotta stay on PlayStation. Yeah, okay. like you gotta stay on PlayStation. Okay, I'll have to look into that more because yeah, that's I guess been you just have to lost. get both sooner or later. Sooner or later, I probably will because yeah. I I got both of the other generation, so why wouldn't I have this? But right, right. I, I what know. about like Uncharted? Are you excited for that? No, okay. not at all. Okay, there was another game, and I can't remember. Oh, um. What the hell is it called? Horizon? I don't think that's exclusive to either of them. Yeah. So it again, like it kind of doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. What I that's get. probably also going to be on PC though. So I hope so. That would be best case scenario for me personally. Um. Anyway, we should talk about this fourth panel that people are seeing. Do you want to introduce Sh- it? Yeah. Sure. Uh, there's a shirt. <laughs> out for a top-down perspective you can buy you can spend money to have us doing weird poses on your chest who made this where's the, where's the credit do you know uh yeah it's i mean their tumblr is a helter skelter girl so it's like helter skelter only there's an a after the e uh, the, after the e and the hea uh her name is anias and uh great Great person. Actually, you know what? Hold on. I don't know if this... She did my shirt here, too. Okay. All right. Of me rap battling a chicken. There you go. Yeah. So... Talented. Super talented, yeah. And you can pay money now to have us all over your chest. If if you wanted to, yeah. yeah. If you want to. I mean, let's not make this weird. Let's be okay with this. Um, For audio listeners, how would they go about, like, finding this? It's actually on Spreadshirt because they seem to have the best quality for the cheapest price when I was looking around. Okay. The problem I found with Spreadshirt is that they take forever to deliver to Canada. It's probably better in the U.S. because everything is. like That's They're true. out of California, I think. Okay. But it took me like a month to get my shirts up here in Canada. Other people on the website have said like that live in the U.S. It takes them maybe a week. So That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um and it's 25 bucks Canadian, which is like 20 bucks, not even. You were saying it's like 19 <laughs> American. Is that what I said last week? Yeah. Yeah, well, it's yeah you like guys that. are like 70 75% of our dollar, so. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So um yeah, people can just go to shop.spreadshirt.ca/topdownperspective. I don't know why it always defaults to the CA store, probably cuz I created the store and Canadian IP. Okay. But yeah, but we'll it'll we'll post links on like the Twitter and stuff. I'm sure. Yeah, as well. sure. So if people if people need to look that up, for <clears> sure, or in the show notes or something, I can put that in there. But for thank sure. you uh, for whoever made that design for us again. Anias, Actually, it's right. it's lonely day seventeen in the chat right there. Th- there you go. That's right. I think someone was linking to their yeah the Juker was linking to all of uh, 
yeah all their stuff in the chat <clears throat> so check check that person's out and hopefully people like um this shirt uh maybe if he does well we'll think of other shirts in the future sure um, mama kazooie says three men all over my chest how much does that cost again <laughs> that is 25 dollars canadian the cheapest <laughs> price you will ever get um and on that note this is the top down perspective yeah for november 5th i'm just getting over my cold so i'm going to be clearing my throat a lot <laughs> You know when you get over a cold, but there's still like a lot of phlegm in your throat. Oh boy, yeah. yeah. So, <clears throat> but that's that's the best part though, because what every time you clear it, there's like a breeze coming into your throat. After. Sure, it's sure. so good. At least it doesn't hurt anymore. So, right, that's the most important thing for sure. Um, uh, yeah. So Sean Booker's here, Paul Flex here. John went to Jamaica randomly. I didn't even know that was on his to do list. Oh yeah, no, he went to Jamaica because. Um, Somebody in his family's getting married. Oh, that was the marriage in Jamaica. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I knew about the marriage. I just thought it was in Canada. Oh, yeah, no, it was in Jamaica. Oh, okay, so he's always been going to Jamaica. Yes. I When you said he was in Jamaica, I literally thought he was just like found it. Because you know when he just like randomly finds these cheap flights and he's like, I ended up in Jamaica this weekend. So yeah. I, I honestly thought it was just him being like, hi, I'm John. I'm in Jamaica right now. Yeah, I saw that post you did. I was just like, um, I don't know if he knows that he was always planning to go. But No, I, I thought the wedding was in Canada. Like I thought he was going like East Coast or something where his family's from. I did not know. It was oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, so that was cool. I'm trying to get the dates. Uh, I saw someone in the chat was like, hey, where's the spoiler cast? We did the spoiler cast last week. Was that right? Yeah, it's Life on the feed. Okay. If anyone didn't, if anyone missed it and was wondering where the Life is Strange spoiler cast is, it I, I know it's on the RSS feed, so you should have gotten it in, in the audio. Uh, if you if you listen to the audio stuff through like whatever podcast manager let, or whatever, let me check what I use. I use Stitcher to listen to all my podcasts, which is probably a good time to say we're on Stitcher. And if you want to do that, you probably could. Um, I use Overcast, and it's the best podcast app. And it just right. went totally free, so people should get on that. Overcast so, is great. I just want to make sure that it actually like uploaded properly. I saw it on the website, so I'd have to just assume, because I that's the only thing I ever check. So I hope all of our episodes are up. Um, Top-down perspective. Someone is saying it's on Paul's... Uh, sorry, it's on your YouTube, but not our YouTube. There Maybe. is a video version on my YouTube that I, I have to export. Okay, I think that's yeah. maybe that's why people couldn't find it, is they were expecting it to be on our on our YouTube page. Life is strange. Spoiler cast. Okay, so yeah, uh, audio listeners, you sh- it should definitely be on there. Um, I, I guess we'll just mention there is no video component to no there is the spoiler cast. Uh, we didn't do a big Skype one. We used what did we even use? Uh, we used Discord, but Discord. Yeah, um, no. Um, I had to take it from Twitch. Because you can't download Twitch VODs anymore using a program I use. Export it to my YouTube, download the MP4, rip the audio that way to upload it to the RSS feed. That's why it's on my YouTube and not ours. Okay. I, that's how I've always done it whenever I st- t- took the audio from Twitch is that whole process. Yeah. But anyway, Yeah, no, exactly. So if you're, if you're like, oh man, I missed the video part of the people talking because um, you, know, you didn't see it on our YouTube page, there was no video part anyway. Uh, no, so you're not it's really all audio, much. but it's on Paul's um, or, but if you want just like the quickest thing and, and you're already subscribed to our podcast feed, which you should be. Cause like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, really. You should have already had it there. Yeah, for uh, sure. 
Uh, but like hey, two you know, weeks ago now, right? Like it's been a while now. I, is it last? Was it last week or the week before we did it? I think it was the week before because week, last week, week was Halloween. Okay, yeah, you're right, and we talked about this on the last episode. See, that's why I was like, well, "Did we do it last week or before?" Okay, anyway, yeah. Now that that's over with. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, how how did your Halloween go? It went okay. It went what did, okay. What did you do? Did people come up? I don't. I don't know. What's your? What was your Halloween? We, we had like four kids at the house here, so okay. we had a lot of candy, which okay. was good. That did was you just good. like start giving more and more to each kid because you were just like, I don't think anyone else is going to come. Nah, no? they were all for me. Whatever okay. getting by kids was for us. So. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, I, a I, guy at work, I thought this was pretty funny. He's like, we only got two groups of kids. The second one, we actually had to yell to tell them to come over to us. Because they were just walking past our house and we were like, hey, stop, come get some candy. <laughs> and then we just like gave them a bunch. because it's like Get over like, here, come on. Which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, out of the four, what was what were some of the costumes? What was the best one? Oh, they what were was just, the worst one? I mean, they were all bad. They were just stupid <clears throat> little kid costumes that their parents, I think, threw. To, I don't. It seems like this neighborhood doesn't take Halloween very seriously. That's a bummer. Yeah, yeah. What are some of the best Halloween costumes you've ever seen? I've ever seen? I don't know if I've ever seen any really great ones. <laughs> honestly, well, on kids. you know, growing up, growing up in Canada. Yeah. You don't see on Halloween night, you don't see any good ones because everyone has a snowsuit tucked under their Yeah. So instead of being like, "Hey, I'm um uh, you know, I'm I'm Peter Pan." You're fat Peter Pan. Sure. Or instead of like the Grim Reaper, you're guy in a snowsuit with a hood so you can't see his face. Oh, you could be the Michelin man. I guess. Really well. I guess if you lean yeah. into it, sure. Yeah. I'm trying to think some of the costumes I saw this time that I enjoyed. Um, saw some Powerpuff Girls. Okay, cool. Um, uh, some Mario, Luigi's minions. I was seeing a lot of minions, which I just don't like. The That's minions. really too bad. I don't like minions. One guy had a Pikachu full body suit. That was cool. How many Elsas have you seen? Because I, Frozen oh, is way too big. I didn't see any Elsas. Okay. I saw an Ariel. Oh, okay. Um, and, you know, down here in California, you can go totally skimpy, and it's not too cold. So, yeah. So, I saw some Lynx. Um, How many video game characters did you see? So, I saw two Lynx. One of which was, like, top quality Lynx suit. Like, almost, like, you would cosplay in this. Wow. Okay. Yeah. No, it was it was, it was was real good. Um, other video... So, Mario, Luigi... I... I think that's it for uh for video game ones. Yeah, I didn't see any this year. <laughs> like just a standard like little girl princess or like just basic bullshit that parents may grab off the shelf or whatever. It's really too One bad. One guy was uh the dude from Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> sure, okay. Anyway, Anyway, yeah. uh, I was Peter. I don't know if I mentioned this last week. I was Peter Pan, and my girlfriend yeah. bought a morph suit, and she was Peter Pan's shadow, which yeah. was awesome. That was really good. Are it there any great. pictures of that? There is. I don't have them on the computer or anything. Um, sure. I, I put some on my Instagram. I don't but oh, Okay. That's the only thing I've put online. Okay. Anyway, uh, let's get into what I've been playing. Yeah. Um, so I still can't talk about Tomb Raider. 
<laughs> but I'm playing Tomb Raider or Rise of the Tomb Raider. Sure. I'll talk about it next week. What yeah. I can talk about that I've been putting, actually, this is the majority of the week, was uh, Legend of Zelda Triforce Heroes. Okay. So this is the three-player co-op Zelda game for the 3DS. Yeah. Uh, that reminds me of another one. It's fine. It, okay, it's it's like this. If you have the ideal scenario of like people to play with, it's it's fun. Getting that ideal scenario is extremely difficult, oh, yeah. and the game just becomes annoying and frustrating. Do you think it's just extremely diff- difficult because we're out of college and out of school and stuff? So I'm well. <sighs> Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Although I, I feel like college would be pretty easy to, like, find some people. Yeah. But um, even just online, like, there's. Okay, so let's take a step back. Okay. Um, three player co op. You, you basically get to take on. It'll open up a few dungeons at a time for you, and then within each dungeon is like four levels. So, and each each level will have four rooms in that. Whoa. Um, yeah. <laughs> something just slammed outside. Anyway, um, so you go into like Dungeon 1, World 1, and there'll be like four kind of puzzle rooms, battle rooms will go through, and then you completed that one. Mm-hmm. And I've only been playing with people on, uh, online, strangers that I don't know. So, you know, I'm selecting like the unknown people, unknown players or whatever. Mm-hmm. And on the touch screen, you have a series of commands you can tap that'll send out so that you can try and work together. Like you'll be like, over here or like shouting no um and i guess the the main mechanic in this game that they focus on is totem time or a totem something like that in which uh the links jump on each other's shoulders so there's like Mm -hmm. a verticality to a lot of the puzzles um so there's a button that says like hey we need to totem up or hey you need to throw me stuff like that Mm -hmm. um Again, if you can get the people together, it's great. And if you get a group of people online that you can't talk to really, and the connection's good, it's it's great. And you're and you're cruising, and everyone's and you're firing on all cylinders, and you're working together. It can be good. The problem is uh, it lags a lot. There, I'd say about half of my games I'm running into lag, which just gets really annoying. Um, hmm. Sometimes you got to do some pretty split second stuff. For the enemies or the specific, and because like Zelda is like a pu- is like a puzzle action game, so a lot of the bosses require like specific uh, stages to go through. You need to put the bomb here, then you need to get thrown on top of that, and then you need to hit it when its eyes <coughs> un- opened, but it's not going to be open forever. So leg really annoys me uh, for this game, and and it's I'm running into it quite a bit. <clears throat> there's also the problem that there's not enough options of like shouting at people like for for one thing there needs to be more negative emotions i need to i need one that says like you suck because sometimes this guy's not figuring it out and i don't want to just shout no the whole time or come here i want to be like no you suck you're not a good team player um but because it's nintendo everything's got to have like an air of positivity yeah uh I, I wish you could just kind of like type something in if you like really needed to like, no, you have to attack his tail. You're not getting this stuff like that. Um, the biggest issue though is so there's four stages to each dungeon. And okay. when you go online, you have to select which dungeon you're going to play. And okay. then when, you, and then when everyone's ready, you, you get to kind of vote on which level you're going to play. Okay. 
even if two of the three people select one and the third person selects a different one, it still does like a roulette. Which hmm. I know like the odds are in your favor. You're going to get the one that's doubled up. But I feel like if that's the case, like you, you should go with the one that got doubled up. Most, more, most of the people want to play this. So play this one. Because it can yeah. be really because that's the one issue. You're going to play a lot of the stuff over and over again. Unless you want to be the dick that as soon as because here's the worst thing coming back. Unless you want to be the dick that when the game starts, you quit because if someone quits during one of those games, everyone quits. They don't just say complete it. They don't give you someone else. I've had it where we were at a final boss. We lost once, but you get three lives. Yeah, we were going at it again. Dude quits. Great. So I had to start all over again. That whole four tier stage. Nintendo still doesn't know how to do online multiplayer. It's <laughs> just, just it's ridiculous because <laughs> so because because you want to try and be a good person. So you yeah. know I want to play level three because I've already done level one and two. Yeah. But the other guys voted on other stuff and it's like all right we got level two. I'm gonna play through level two and then hope hey maybe next round we'll they'll, we'll get to play my stage. Because if I quit, it's going to just screw everyone over, which is, and that's like, you don't want to do that. But tons of people, like I've had people leave the minute we brought into it because they were, because they didn't get their stage. And it, Great. And that's super annoying. So it ends up, yeah, you're going to be playing a lot of the stages over and over and over again, unless you want to be a jerk. Like I said, the ideal scenario is if you could talk to these people um, or you're on this, or it's like, hey, let's pick a stage. None of us have completed yet. Stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but you know, you can't, if they're online and whatnot, and then if you want to play a different dungeon than the one you selected when you went into the online, you Mm. have to quit the online and then select your different stage, then go back online. So let's say you have a group of three of three, of three of you, and you're firing on all cylinders. You're playing the exact stages you want to, because you're all at the same point. It's like, this is perfect. We're a great team. We just finished the four stages here. Oh, now we can't go on. All we can do is repeat the stages we just did because we can't check select a different dungeon. If we do, it's going to exit us and I'm going to lose this team. That That's really piss poor. Yeah. <laughs> and the only positive I can think that Nintendo set it up for why they would only allow you to select between one dungeon is so maybe that there's more of a chance people will select the same one or you'll run into people at kind of the same uh, distance in the in the game that you are. Why even take that chance, though? Like, why not allow people to lobby up and kind of do it? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But no, you just you don't get to. <coughs> they so that, just don't get it. <laughs> um, they don't understand how to do it. Yeah. Jesus. But like I said, there there is there is a best scenario, and when you get it, it's fun. Uh, the puzzles are cool. They're they're different. Um, you it, when you go into a thing, all you have is your sword and the ability to pick people up and there will always be an item for each person. And it's usually like three different items. So the puzzles will be like, this person has to do this specific thing. And you're, it's like, it, it works well to be like, you're all going to be firing on all cylinders because that's how this, this puzzle's meant. This person needs to throw the boomerang. Then this person needs to jump and do the gust thing or whatever. It's good. Um, there is also a single player component. Mm-hmm. which is all the same stages of the multiplayer one, but you control all three links one at a time. Okay. And it is the worst thing ever. Is that supposed to just be more tactical or something? Like a way to play? 
I think it's like you don't have internet and and no or friends or, or anything, no local yeah. yeah no local friends. Yeah. So they gave you this so that you can still buy the game. But like like I said, you have to control all three of them one at a time. Some of those puzzles you got to move fast. Like you got to have like at least two people doing something at the same time. Yeah. I have no idea how you would complete it. Like maybe I I didn't play much of it because it sounds like a nightmare. Like I, yeah. I I loaded up the first level and then I realized I needed to stack three guys on top of themselves, throw one, then control a different guy, throw the second guy, and then we all just set up on a button. And I had to do that like one after the other. Like I was like, this is not fun at all. This, it, like it's just tedious for for no reason. Sure. Like, it like. It, <sighs> It's not like it's, oh, it's a nice challenge. It's just unnecessarily, like, difficult. So, I cannot recommend the single player. And then then also, just in general, it just kind of feels bare bones. When you're not in the, like, online playing these stages and you're in the town, there's, like, there's nothing to do in the town. Like, people, there's some characters around that you can chat with, but there's not, like, side quests or trading kind of minigame things that Zelda always has. For whatever reason, the people in the town really want you to turn Spot Pass on. They love talking about Spot Pass. Okay. I, I don't get it, but they love Spot Pass. Also, Nintendo really wants you to take screenshots. Like, oh my god, every time you finish a stage, it reminds you you could take a screenshot. It dedicates the X button to take a screenshot. Wow. Screenshot gets its own face button. Wow. That's amazing. That's like That's really amazing. It's it's like what are you like they really really want you to post screenshots to Meverse. Like maybe that's the secret game inside this game or something. I don't know. That's the actual game here. But be Nintendo's PR company. <laughs> there is there's only four things you can do in the town. Yeah. One is buy new costumes. Oh, I'll get into costumes cuz that that's the whole other thing. Okay. Uh the second one is buying items so you can craft costumes. So it's basically the same thing. The mm-hmm. third one is a series of treasure chests in a house that each day they reset and you can you can open one chest a day to get an item that you can craft costumes with. Mm-hmm. So it's like a delayed way to get uh, rare items. It's still costume related. And then the fourth one is where you can view all the screenshots you've taken. That's the entirety of the town. Awesome. So there, it's, it is super bare bones. Um, so I'll get into costumes because that's the other big thing. Uh, when you go into a, into one of the online stages, uh, Link or the hero gets to, you have to select which of the costumes you have unlocked to put on. And there's tons of different ones. One is like Zelda's dress. One is like a Goron suit, Zora suit, uh, Kakiri, Kakiri suit, you know, whatever, whatever it is. Um, Tons of different suits, and they all give you special abilities. One will be like, uh, for example, one that I use p- pretty regularly is the uh, legendary dress, which is Zelda's dress, uh, okay. because it it allows you to find more hearts when you're like cutting grass or smashing pots, because you share hearts. All of you guys share hearts, and you go into the stage with like nine or ten hearts, like you get a lot to share. But just getting more hearts is just always a good uh, safe plan. Sure. But like the Cockery one will ch- instead of uh when you shoot one arrow, it'll actually shoot three. So you can kind of based on you get to see what everyone else is like suiting up as, and then you get to see what items are gonna be in the stage to use. And like I said, everyone gets one item. <clears throat> but you can kind of like divvy it up like, oh, you're wearing the cockery suit, which means you get like superpowered arrows. 
we're going to make sure you're getting the bow because why would I take it? And then we're not even utilizing your suit. So the suit thing is kind of cool because uh, you can customize how what's going to happen. Um, like the Goron one lets you swim in lava. So on the in the fire world, that that's real good to use the Goron suit. So the suits are kind of cool. Crafting them is kind of cool too. Um, but again, I've but yeah, overall it's it's just kind of I'm just not really feeling it. And it's like it's a constant like two steps forward, one step back kind of thing as I'm playing it. So yeah, that I'll probably go through it and finish it. Um, I do enjoy it when when things are working, and it's not too hard to get it working well. Uh, but for the most part, like it's you get really annoyed with some of those online people just quitting and stuff like that. And I'm getting real tired of just like repeating stages. That's that's a huge bummer. Yeah. So. <clears throat> uh, the other game I've been playing is Yoshi's Woolly World. Yes. Uh, that game's that game's uh, pretty good. Pretty fun. Super okay. charming. Everything's made of yarn, as you've seen. The music's real nice. Um, probably my favorite aspect. Uh, so there's always been collectibles, and the collectibles... There's a lot of collectibles in this. I think there's four different types of collectibles. Getting coins will get you random collectibles for stamps in like Miiverse stamps. And there's like okay. 20... Is there 20 stamps in a stage or five? I think it's 20. Um, there's the hearts as like, like usual, 20 hearts. So if you try, you have to try not to get hit and stuff like that. Um, there's the five flowers that are hidden in the stage. And now there's five yarn, yarn balls. I don't know what they're called. Okay. Yeah. You know when sure. yarn is like kind of in an oval and then it's like wrapped around the center. I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. But there is an actual name for that. <laughs> yeah. When you're at like a yarn store, that's how you buy yarn. Um, there's five of those and the, 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 the story in this game is that Kamek, Kamek, whatever the guy's name is, turned a bunch of the Yoshis into just yarn. Uh, so you're collecting the Yoshis back. And if you collect all five of them per stage, you get that Yoshi gets turned back into a Yoshi or the yarn gets turned back into a Yoshi. And then you can play as that Yoshi. So there's like a whole bunch of different colored Yoshis. So you can play as like whatever color Yoshi you want. So I'm right now I'm playing as like a dark green and light green Yoshi called like jungle Yoshi or something like that. But I have one that looks kind of like a cow Yoshi and there's a lot of ugly Yoshis too. And then I think the amiibo support is you just get a color pattern similar to that Yoshi. I only have the Kirby amiibo. Yeah. Um, So when I scanned that, I got a pink and red Yoshi that I can play as called Kirby Yoshi. (laughs) So that's, um, I, I like that. I, I like trying to collect those the most because I want to play as some cool looking Yoshis. Yeah. Um, but yeah, apart from that, it's exactly what you'd expect from uh, a Yoshi game. You know, it's not Yoshi's Island, so no no baby Mario, which is nice because you don't have to hear him whining a bunch. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> it's still easy. Definitely harder than uh, Kirby's Epic Yarn, but, you know, easier than Mario. And uh, so far, I've been enjoying all the little, uh, like... I don't want to say gimmicks, but little yarn jokes and how they're implementing yarn and whatnot and buttons and stuff like that. Um, I've only played the first world. I just unlocked world two this morning. So that's all I've played of that so far. Cool. And that's all I've been playing. I want to, I want to try that out for sure. I can't wait to get it. Did you like Epic yarn? Did you play Kirby's Epic yarn? Yeah, I did. Okay. But like, not because it was like, 
challenging or anything. It was just cute. <laughs> it was just a cute game. I yeah, like it's a really cool art style. That's probably like the best thing it has going for it because it's like a really cool art style. Yeah. All right. Um, I played the demo for Yokai Watch, and that game is great, and I want to pick that up. I want to buy that game. For people that don't know what that is, it is a game that is basically like Pokemon kind of. Oh, sorry. You played the demo. I thought you played the game. Okay. No. I was, From what I've seen, <clears throat> so this game is super popular in Japan, right? That's what everyone uh, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, everyone's saying like it's more popular than Pokemon. But from what it seems like, all the uh, yokai are just like annoyances. Yeah, they're like, like little ghost dudes or something, yeah. But they're, but like, because they're all like, they all have a theme or, you know, they'll have a gimmick or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And And each one is like some kind of annoyance. Like one was like, he was called like snot something. And he just snot runs around something. giving people colds. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Snot something. I forgot what the full name of it was. Anyway, okay, you you actually played it though. Like, so how close to Pokemon it, yeah. is this? Uh, there is little. There are little things you can befriend and take with you on your journey and have them help you fight. That is kind of it. The way they fight is completely different. So, <clears throat> what happens is you have like a dial of like six of them at any one time and you turn that dial and then it determines where they are on screen or if they're on screen or not during a battle and like what their positioning is and they kind of just attack whatever they want like you can put pins in enemies to like mark them as like you guys should be attacking this some of them have like a healing ability that'll heal the like two yokai beside them uh okay they all have like a Soultimate attack, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's just like a soul attack, an ultimate attack sort of thing. Um, it's weird. <laughs> it's a weird system to get used to because it feels like you're much less in like in charge of them so much as you're just kind of like carrying them around and then throwing <laughs> them out there <laughs> to bash shit in when you need the, them to. The combat sounds like super simple. Like what is What's preventing me from just like Okay, so you said you have a you have a wheel of six of them? Yeah, there's like three and, out front and then three like behind, and you turn that wheel depending where you want them in. Okay, battle. so it's like three are fighting at a time. Yeah. Okay. So what's 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 preventing me from just like, okay, I have you three out front, and when your health gets low, I'm just gonna rotate it and then hopefully you got you three finish it off. Yeah, no, nothing. That's, that's kind that's of the, what you do. Okay. Do you like yeah. select attacks or do you just watch it kind of happen? You just kind of watch it happen. Uh, every now and then you do a thing that's called purify. And uh, it's basically like when they get attacked with something, you can like purify them or something. I don't know. I'm trying to still understand what the fuck's going on in a lot of this because it's just such a weird, weird game. It's definitely made for kids, though. Like it is very, very easy to get through. But is it, like, it. made for kids in, like, the way, like, Pokemon's made for kids, but, like, it's still awesome, so we play it? I think Pokemon's a lot less made for kids now okay. because there's, like, a meta that they've developed and there's actual, like, skill elements in the mechanics. Okay. I don't know if there are in this or not because it seemed to me like you could just do a thing where, like, oh, my cat yokai dude is like about to die so i'm just gonna turn so this guy's on the screen and he's just gonna heal the rest of the yokai and we're just gonna keep going and kind of power this down maybe it's because the demo didn't really give me anything like hard to like work with 
Like maybe it gets harder later on, but I don't see how it's hard at all. It seems like one of those games that you would put in and you just like travel the world with your yokai watch looking around for different dudes to battle and to like bring so with you. What's the story? Are you trying to be the very best that no one ever was? No, I think you're actually trying to just like save your city from these little fuckers that are like screwing around. Okay, so they are town. they are just messing with people. They are bad. They can be, yeah. Like but, for the most part, they're annoying little bad assholes. They're like little so gremlins you, or something. When you get one, do they like instantly become like a good guy? Like they're they're no longer gonna give people colds. They're only gonna give enemy yokai colds. No, from what I saw, you have to like kind of coax them to be your friend. You have to like feed them and stuff like that, and like lure them that way. Because okay. anytime you actually like encounter a yokai, you basically point your like magnifying glass or whatever thing it is at their like aura and then they don't like when you find them so they attack you right away like they're okay. little assholes every time but okay well it's like a pokemon you stumble across a pokemon and it attacks yeah yeah so they're like gremlin what? yeah so yeah, when you like. when you defeat it what is like are they dead or what is this game's like they whited out <clears throat> they fainted you know I don't know, but every time, like, there was a few where I beat them, and then just right after, it's like, he would like to hang out now. It's just like, yeah, okay, come along, buddy. <laughs> Let's get okay. in my watch or whatever the fuck you do. Do you only ever encounter... Okay, are there, like, multiples of one type, or are they always different? Oh, there's been shitloads of the same type already. Okay, okay. Yeah. Do, are there other trainers or something that you battle, or are they always, like, wild yokai? Not that I saw. It, from what I saw, like, in the part in the demo is, like, you're looking around for yokai, and you have to defeat three uh, three malicious ones or whatever. And they're always in groups of three? I can't remember if or there were like any that weren't. All the ones I battled were in groups of three, but okay. I, think you, I think the bigger ones you kind of gain up on sort of thing. There might have been one that was alone. And then I felt weird about it because there was just like three of my dudes pummeling this one dude, <laughs> but whatever. Right, right. Yeah, okay. that game's okay. I would like to play the actual game and see what the fuck is going on, though, like story-wise. Sure. I think that just comes out real you. soon. Like Somebody was saying 1.5 hours. <laughs> so there's right. that. But yeah, uh, coming November 6th, Yes. Oh, tomorrow. Yeah, it comes out tomorrow. So I I might pick that up. All right. I might pick All that right. up because cool. I'd like to see what the hell's going on in the opening. Like, they just start you off with you walking around the town with your yokai watch and a bunch of yokai. So it's just like, I don't know what the hell's going on here, but all right. Let's okay. do this. And, and you're, you're a little kid? Yes. Okay. Because is it's your, Japan. Is your like, dad gone and you're living with your mom? Did you just move to this new town? That all sounds plausible. I was just talking to some little girl at the beginning outside of a house. Okay, so your no rival? Idea. No, I think she was actually just like a friend. Okay. Yeah. Well, in the end, your rival becomes your friend. It's true. And the other way around. Your friend becomes your rival. I don't... That happens sometimes. Does that happen? Yeah, but not in like a nemesis way. More like a friendly rival. Sure. Like a friendly rivalry. Doesn't that happen in like white and black... Aren't your friends your rivals? I don't even remember. Yeah, I, you, like you always. Homer is your confirming they you always... have a mom and dad. So. Okay, all right, that's good. 
Um, other than that, I played Blade and Soul, the North American beta, and that game is as baller as the Chinese version. So I am stoked for that to I actually no come idea out. This is. It is a martial arts focused MMORPG. Okay, so like everyone's a monk. No, there's like um people that harness like it's all this is okay, this is one of my problems with this coming to like North America. It is very rooted in like Asian culture and mythologies and stuff like that. So when people are so everyone's speaking everyone's a sumo Eng- wrestler. When everybody's speaking English, it kind of like negates the whole like spiritual like key and like all that like stuff they talk about. Hey, for... English speakers could be spiritual. No, it it's different. I can't explain it. I mean, this is probably racist against English people, but when you think of like English spirituality, you think like you don't think like monks or martial arts necessarily. You think of like people like cultists maybe or something there this is getting into some weird territory yeah it's getting into some weird territory there's the whole eastern mythology sort of thing doesn't ring true when everybody's speaking english and has english voice actors because it just this just sounds like anime like english anime that i read yeah it's kind of like that and i don't like that either there's something weird about it to me um It still plays just as good, though. Like, you still move super fast. You can do these weird floaty things, and the combo system still works. It's the exact same game. And it's weird being able to understand what is going on in that story, because when I was playing it, it was all in, like, Korean or something, and I couldn't read it, (laughs) obviously. So, But I found that that doesn't matter, because in the Korean version and in this version... I just skip past all the story beats anyways because it's an MMO. Who cares? Just let me do my thing. My grind. Thing. Yeah, that's kind of it. So, yeah, I don't know. That's a game that you can play soon. I don't know when that comes out, but uh, it's just as good as the other version, so that's kind of good, I guess. Uh, what isn't very good is a game I called or played called Dragonfin Soup. It's some I, indie. I don't know what this is. It's some indie game that looks really, really pretty. I think okay. it's by like, what's their name? I think it's like Brothers Grimm Games or something. Oh, I think I may have played <clears throat> some of their games before. What's it called? Yeah, Dragon Grimm Fins? Bros is the name of their studio or something. Oh, I guess they're from like Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, indie studio veteran developers with focus on darker themed AAA games. That is how, how wait, they sell themselves. How can they be AAA? They can't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what? Anyways, what Dragonfin Soup is is think like what if Legend of Zelda? Right, you're in the overworld. Are you Little Red Riding Hood? Yeah, so think Legend of Zelda like gameplay style where you're like in an overworld or something. Okay. Only instead of Link, you are a little red riding hood. There is a fog of war thing, so like you can't see behind trees and stuff until you go into that area. There are monsters you can kill, but everything is turn based and every square of movement you take, the enemies get like 
a movement as well. So, okay. so it's like kind of tactics. It's kind of tactics, but in real time. So there's this weird like thing that doesn't work for me where it feels like it's open because you can move as much as you want, but that just makes the enemies move as much as they want as well. Or you can like go square by square and kind of work your weight around something. It doesn't do either thing good is the problem when they try to mix it to because the adventure, the like action adventure thing is stinted because they kind of focus some of the tactics on how you have to take on some of the enemies with uh, the kind of step-by-step thing. Like the enemies will just run away from you. And then if you just try to chase them, they get like unlimited moves to do the same. So they'll keep running. Whereas the other way, if you take it slow, the world is way too big and like open. So taking it slow is just like a trek. It is terrible it's very very slow pace and not fun i don't know it doesn't do either of them very well the thing it does well is that it's really really pretty looking like the art style is absolutely beautiful and uh it's procedurally generated which is good for like the replay value sort of thing sure the writing isn't very good either because they have this weird dissonance going on they it's like this weird dark fantasy uh fairy tale type world but they're right. written to talk like we do okay and that's weird to me because they'll oh, say yeah. things like oh crap or before <laughs> they say i don't know not like oh crap or like talking about drinking when you're lit little red riding hood well she seems like a like she's like a, an older little red riding hood like she's like sure adult red riding hood sure i what is Dragonfin Soup? I don't know. Probably. And what is that? Delicious. What is that name in relation to? Like, is that an an item in the game or something? No idea. Okay. They didn't make mention of it to in any of the parts I play. <laughs> so, All right. are you trying? Is what's the end goal? Are you trying to get to grandmother's house? No, no. You're almost like a bounty hunter or something. You're taking jobs. Okay. And like one of the jobs at the very beginning is. There's, like, undead attacking our village. Like, can you help? So you do it. You kill all the undead in your village. It's like, oh, gee, thanks, blah, blah, blah. Now can you deliver soup to a dude? Is it like, soup? No, it's just, like, standard soup of some sort or, like, okay. lunch of some sort. So you go deliver to him. He talks to you, and he's just, like, saying how you got to tell my mom to stop sending me lunches because the other guys are making fun of me that I'm getting lunch from mom still. Okay. So then you come back and like the next job is you go somewhere else and kill all the wildlife in this area, the demons or whatever in this area. So you do that. It's, it's boring. Okay. I think is the problem. It's boring. It doesn't feel like any of it's building to anything. The writing doesn't seem right. And the gameplay itself is just kind of doesn't do either side good. The it looks like it's adventure. on PC and like every PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's pretty cheap too. Like I All don't right. think you're going to spend a lot of money if you want to pick it up. Uh, as far as I can tell, this think this is their only game too. Oh, maybe they've done some mobile games actually. But goddamn, that art style. It's, that art style is so good. All right. <clears throat> But it's not made of wool. No, it isn't. So So, it'll never be as good as Wooly World. Right. Uh, I've been playing Prison Architect lately. 
I'm not really okay. sure why, but kind of an older game. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that game's real fun, really addictive, and really unfairly hard at some parts. Like I finally built a nice area. I could hold probably about 24 prisoners. Have like a giant canteen area and kitchen and stuff. And then my prisoners just decided to start a fire in my showers and burn the whole building down. And I was like, well, I'm done for the night and haven't touched it since. Well, there you <laughs> but, go. Like, they're not going to put up with this. They got to try and escape. They were pissed. And I Where'd don't they get know matches? why. Right? Like, where did they get any of this shit? Why were they even mad and rioting when their um, needs thing said that they were fine? They snuck th- them in through their butt. I think it was one dude. I think one dude started the riot. And then it just went to hell. Hey, it takes two to riot. And they <clears throat> they just make it so much worse when they burn down the showers, the one area with constant water <laughs> supply. <laughs> but goddamn, man, that ruined my night. The prisoners learned magic. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> that game is super fun, though. It's still janky as fuck, <laughs> though. Like, a lot of your dudes will just get stuck in a wall because bad programming or something is it it out out now because last i think i was talking about this game it was still early access so yeah it officially released i i don't know when i think it was within the last few months here at least but yeah it's officially released and um it's kind of janky but it doesn't really matter because you're building a prison and the draw of it is just kind of Setting up the cells and seeing the little bios for the people that come in and are in your jail and stuff and executing the ones that get too unruly or are due for execution. I don't know. There's some morbid stuff in that game, but I'm done with that for a while. I spent about five hours the other night building a prison that was all good, and then they set fire to it. So I was like, well, I'm done. (laughs) I can't do this anymore. You should teach them a lesson by turning every single one of them into a human centipede. I mean, I taught them a lesson by just, like, putting on the, like, unlimited money mode, putting a bunch of security guards and riot police to come in and just, like, killing them all, basically. Ugh. I was pissed. Gruesome. <laughs> I think mine's a little less gruesome. Probably not. <laughs> um, The one big thing I've been doing this week, though, is I've been playing Undertale because people will not shut the fuck up about yeah, that game. Yeah, I, I hear that's one of the games on my, like, you need to play this before the end of the year kind of thing. Every everybody keeps saying that, and okay, so let me tell you about Undertale a little bit. All right, no spoilers. I want to play it. No spoilers. <clears throat> the first part of that game I saw playing because I wasn't in the RPG mood, and uh, the gameplay was a little bit boring. Of like, the way I'm going is like a pacifist because I didn't want to play it like just another RPG. If they're giving me a thing where I can get past the whole game without killing anything, I'm going to take that route because any other RPG is an RPG where you like slice stuff up and kill them to progress and gain levels. So I'm going to try to take the novel route through this. So is that harder? I don't know because I haven't actually tried to like attack stuff. Okay. What you do is going, are you going out of your way to have to, to avoid fighting or is it just a different path? It's just kind of a different path. Okay. Yeah, and each uh, each enemy type or, like, character or whatever do different things that you 
have to like avoid or whatever, or you have to kind of do the right thing to get them to be passive so that you can spare them. <clears throat> so, for example, one of the like enemies is just like a big muscly dude thing. And one of the options is to like flex at him. So you just have like a flex contest and he flexes himself like away out of battle because he what does that so even hard. mean? Yeah, no, it doesn't like he, mean does anything. he die? No, he just like flexes so hard that he like leaves the area, I guess. It's hard to explain. It's just like it's one of these things. This game is a quirky game. So did he, like did he just walk away? How do you flex like, away? Flo- he kind of like floats away. Okay. Yeah. Was, was okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um he flexed so hard he became lighter than air and floated away. Yeah, must maybe something like that. Uh so it seems like when you attack something, there's kind of like a bar that you have to like hit in a certain area, like stop the bar in a certain area for it to like do damage to them. Okay, so you have tried attacking. No, I just saw what it looks like. Okay, all right. Like if you do fight, it does like this bar thing. I'm guessing you stop it in the middle because there's like an obvious like target thing that to do damage. And if you just don't... uh attack at all or whatever it just kind of goes away when you are sparing somebody or being passive they kind of throw these weird attacks at you and like you're controlling this little heart and you have to move the heart to kind of get away from the attacks so you have to dodge everything and that changes depending on what the enemy type or character you're fighting is or how they're attacking you and whatnot i think that's what bores me about it though the gameplay is really boring to me, just like consistently dodging stuff, especially when it's the same encounters over and over in an area and you're just like dodging a bunch of the same shit over and over. I don't know. It's just one of these things. It's an RPG. The gameplay is fucking boring as shit and it still is and it probably always will be. However, the writing actually started to really get to me. Like the writing is actually like in some parts clever other parts just kind of cute and weird like it's all very very strange and i kind of just want to see more of what they do do you think it'd be more fun if you were fighting no i don't because i think it would just be a standard it would be the same problem just like by killing everything instead of dodging so it's the same problem it's just rpgs are kind of boring to play what you go to them for is like how their writing is and their characters and stuff okay um, and it took me probably about two hours of gameplay, including the, the intro, like the tutorial area to really start getting invested in it. But I like some of those characters like quite a bit. And I like the whole idea of the story of what's happening. I'm not going to spoil anything for you at all. And the music is fantastic. Like the actual journey part is great it's just anytime there's an encounter i kind of hate it except for like two there have been two encounters that have been like this really really awesome no no not they were boss fights okay that there's been two so far that i've so you did not enjoy the flexing encounter no because i've had to face that guy like 10 times in that area and you always just out flex him oh you don't out flex him he just flexes so hard he leaves 
Okay. Like every time. <laughs> every time. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's this is the thing is that like it's it's funny and quirky but at the same time it's the same thing as any other RPG, right? Like there's always a character that or like an enemy type that doesn't take a normal hit. You might have to do like a heal move on a ghost to kill it. Sure. Or like do something weird. Right. That's just what this game is. It's doing a bunch of different weird things instead of attacking. And it's also like a lot shorter than an RPG, right? It's like six to eight hours. Yeah, apparently it's like six hours, and I've been playing five, so I'm really close. I'm actually going to finish playing it as soon as we're done here. I'm going to stream the last part of it. So okay, and I will know, I will know how that game ends. And people keep saying like you have to do a like a run where you kill everything, and I don't want to play this game again, honestly. (laughs) All right, it's been enough for one run, and I've enjoyed it and i think people should leave me the fuck alone now you should stop telling me to play undertale because i'm doing it and you're right there's some great stuff in there but yeah that's all i've been playing all right let's go to news 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 all right here's a here's a short one but i'm excited um in an interview uh this last week uh and on in sorry at game informer they were talking to sam lake uh, this was in relation uh, to, um, I don't even remember the studio. Who made Alan Wake? Oh my god! What is that studio called? God damn it! I keep I keep wanting to say Quantic Dreams, but I know that's wrong. No, Quantum Break is their new game. So this was re- in relation to Quantum Break, and the studio wasn't just Microsoft. No. Or they were publishers, probably. Yeah. Um, I'm sure someone in the chat will tell me. Anyways, in a interview about uh, Quantum Quantum Break uh, with Sam Lake, the voice actor of, uh, or he he sorry not the voice actor, but he's worked on uh, Max Payne and Alan Wake. They straight up just asked, uh, "Will there will we ever get to play Alan Wake 2? And he just said yes. So I'm super excited that Alan Wake Two wow. is still a thing they're thinking of. I love that he just is just like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, yep. S- s- short and simple. Okay. What is that studio? Remedy Entertainment. There we go. There we go. Remedy. What else have yeah. they done? Al- Alan Wake, Max Payne. Uh, what else? What did they do before that? Keep in mind, they were working on Alan Wake for like 10 years. Remedy also did. Come on, Wikipedia. Huh. On Wikipedia, Death Rally on iOS, <laughs> and okay. uh, back on the computer in '96. They did Death Rally, two Max Payne games, Alan Wake. They ported Death Rally to iOS. Then they did Alan Wake's American Nightmare. Then they did some game called Agents of Storm on iOS, and now they're doing Quantum Break. So they had, okay. it's mainly Alan Wake and uh, Max Payne. They did not do Max Payne three. Uh, that was okay. Rockstar, wasn't it? Yes, I believe yeah. so. Yeah. Um, so Alan Wake 2, that's cool. This was just uh, this was a random thing I thought was kind of interesting. So I guess Splatoon is getting new DLC um, uh, coming next week or uh, yeah, a little a week and a half from now. If yeah. you play that, um, you get a discount on buying the actual game. You okay. get 20% off Splatoon itself. 
which I just thought that was interesting. That's cool. Sure. So, uh, anyone Nintendo doesn't it, usually do like money off. So I can't good. think of well, that's true. Nintendo doesn't usually do money off, but I can't think of anyone that's done play this to get a discount on this. Yeah. Um. So that's cool. If people are interested in Splatoon, uh, wait a couple weeks and you can. Oh, sorry. The end. Sorry, the offer ends in a week and a half. So play that demo now, and then you can buy Splatoon for a bit cheaper than usual. Uh, probably the biggest news story of this week was Activision buying uh, Candy Crush developer King <clears throat> yeah. for $5.9 billion. Yep. That's like six Instagrams. <laughs> yep. That's true. almost two LucasArts. Oh, wow. Okay. Right? Because it wasn't LucasArts yeah. bought by Disney for four. Um, yeah. I believe so. I believe you're right. Oh man, so that's like a lot of money. Five point nine billion dollars. Uh, it's let's see. It'll be official by spring 2016. Let's see what this press release is saying. Activision Blizzard believes that in the, that the addition of uh, King's highly complimentary business will position Activision Blizzard as a global leader in interactive entertainment across mobile console and PC platforms. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, Candy Crush Sega, Candy Crush Soda Sega. Oh man, I didn't know they owned that. I don't, yeah, I didn't no know idea. that was a thing. Nope. Um, and if you don't know Activision, uh, they own Call of Duty. Yeah, uh, you know that little thing. Yeah, and then the Blizzard half owns World of Warcraft. Uh, so they're just making all the money now. Um, yeah, it was kind of interesting. People, uh, the the remark I was hearing was like. With uh, if they have all this money to buy Candy Crush, why did they need to implement microtransactions into Destiny just so that they could fund a live team? Yeah, because if people remember when Destiny was when Taking King was coming out, they were like, "We're adding microtransactions in and all those uh, like emotes, the dances, so that we can fund a live team to be constantly working on updating this game." But they had this to buy King, so. There you go. It's also interesting to know that, like, Candy Crush Sega makes all the money. Like, all the money. An order of magnitude more than Destiny's probably made. Easily. If not yeah. two orders of magnitude. Yeah. Um, what, what do you think? Like, why? What do you think we're going to get Candy Crush in our load screens on Call of Duty next year? I wouldn't actually mind that. <laughs> why not? <laughs> Unless I have to, like, pay for it or something, then no. Um, I think they just want to take over the world <laughs> and they're doing it platform per platform, sort of like the Call of Duty franchise is like the console thing. The Blizzard side is like the PC thing. And now they have the mobile platform. I guess they have like the three biggest games. They're forming the Trinity. That's true. The, tr- the Trinity is Call of Duty, World of Warcraft and Candy Crush. Who would have thought? That's weird. Now when <laughs> everyone's like, now when everyone's like, hey, wh- who would be on your video game Mount Rushmore? Candy Crush <laughs> is one of them. One of the faces is Candy Crush. Yeah, it's, um, what the hell is that guy's name? Like I'm looking Captain, at this. Captain Price from Call of Duty. Next to okay. him is like an orc from World of Warcraft, probably Thrall. Yeah, and then right okay. beside it is a piece of candy. Like or a it's, it's this dude on this image that Kotaku put at the top of the article of this guy. I don't know who this guy is. He's got a mustache and like a curly beard. 
Sure. Know. Like that's their face for Candy Crush, I guess. I have absolutely no idea. What do you think uh, his name is? That guy? Yeah. Um, I don't know. This is like a ginger Monopoly man. <laughs> yeah. Like Theodore Candy? I have no idea. Theodore Candy is pretty good. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea what this guy's name is. But yeah, like I said, he he's like a skinny with more hair ginger Monopoly man. That's that's how that's I would describe exa- him. That's exactly what he looks like. Speaking of, of mobile games, uh, I yeah. just fa- found out this morning The Room 3 is out. I didn't even know that was announced. I had no idea that existed. Uh, are you a fan of The Room games? I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, they're so good. But yeah, The Room 3 is out now. So like, jump on that. Uh, it's like five bucks. But yeah. th- th- I did not know that was, a- that was even announced. And it's out now. So people can do that. Yep, no idea. A uh, little delayed, but this news came out, I think, like, the day after we recorded, so it's new to the listeners. I don't know. Sure. PlayStation Plus games, I'll just go through real quick. Uh, Walking Dead Season 2, which is funny, because I think this month on Xbox Live Gold, it's Walking Dead Season 1. Oh, man. So, there you go, PlayStation just upping you once again, Microsoft. Unless you have both, then you could just play through both if you wanted to. <laughs> you, you could, you could. Um, Magicka 2 on PlayStation 4, Mass Effect 2 on PlayStation 3, Beyond Good and Evil, PlayStation 3, nice. Dragon Fin Soup God on everything. So, you know, speak of the devil. That game is worth no price tag. Sure. Uh, and Invisimals for the PlayStation Vita. You heard that right. The PSP game. Okay. Invisimals. I don't know that game. I was just hearing people be like, isn't that a PSP game? And then some people looked into it. Yeah, it's a PSP game. That is, in fact, a PSP game. Launch uh, initial release date, November 13th, 2009. 2009. There you go. All right. And these last uh, news stories uh, were sent in by Daniel. Thank you, Daniel. And he wrote, uh, so two days uh, after... The November 4th update patch, uh, a series of levels for Super Mario Maker cre- uh, created by, I'm probably going to botch this, uh, Yukio Sawada. Mm-hmm. Actually, that was probably pretty good. The author of the long-running manga comic series Super Mario-kun. Do you know what this is? Super Mario-kun? No. Yeah. no I'm idea. sure John does. But anyway. Sure. Will be released for the game's world course mode. People who successfully complete the levels will then be able to play the titular Super Mario Kun in Super Mario Maker. I have no idea what Super Mario Kun is. Okay, so it's like a Mario. It's like an 8-bit Mario that smiles a lot. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's exactly what it looks like. So, I mean, that's that's cool that uh, you're going to get something for playing these levels. So this, if people didn't know the update, they're introducing checkpoints. We We talked about this like last week or the week before. Yeah. They're interested in checkpoints. Uh, and one of the other things they were going to introduce was uh, like Nintendo curated stages by like people they want to highlight. Um, this seems like a pretty interesting first one. And I like that you get something out of it. I'm curious if it'll be like a limited thing. I'm sure access to his level might be limited. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know why you would take it down, but I wonder if you could like lose access to unlocking this I don't know, suit, this sprite, I should say. Um, but that's definitely interesting. Yeah. 
for sure. Uh, speaking of which, another thing I found out today that's coming in that update. So you know Skinny Mario, like the horrible yeah. nightmare that is that weird Skinny Mario. Yeah. Now, if you when you're in the level editor, here's an Easter egg for you, and you okay. put down uh, like a door, like the two doors. Yeah. And you knock on them. If you knock on them only a couple times, something knocks back. If oh, you continue wow. to knock on it, the door opens for a sec, and Skinny Mario's there. No, that's terrible. I he just that. sticks his. He just pops out, goes back in, closes the door. Does he so make that, person, that weird sound? When he I'm does not it? sure what the no, I'm not sure, but there's like a different Skinny Mario for like every suit type, and you can do it in each version of Mario. So you can see like Penguin Suit Skinny Mario, and it's oh no! But just the fact that if you only tap it a couple times. Skinny Mario knocks back. No. Yeah, that's I a hate thing. That. That, I hate- one of the things is Yoshi. You get to see Skinny Mario on top of Skinny Yoshi. What does Skinny Yoshi look like? A nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like he looks like nightmare fuel. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Um. He also mentions there's a Kickstarter for uh, drag a Dragon Layers film made by Don Bluth himself and other people who worked on the original Dragon Layer game. Okay. Uh, which sounds like Dragon Lair is 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 kind of just like super generic. It's just go fight the dragon. You're a kooky knight. I'm I mean, okay. Dragon Lair was important for what it was back when it came out. But there's a reason why those games like don't do well now. It's cuz <laughs> it's stupid. It's shitty. The only thing that's good about it is his animation. Like I'd his like animation is like super to- good. Let's talk about something that is great. Yeah. Like his back catalog. All dogs go to heaven. Oh, just like in general, the stuff he's done. Yeah. yeah. It's all good. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, <laughs> yeah. Anastasia. Sure. A troll in Central Park. I, I cannot even tell you the last time a troll in Central Park was in my consciousness. Rockadoodle is like the best thing. I have no idea what that you is. You should see if you can find that movie at some point. I bet it doesn't hold up. I bet it doesn't hold up. The Land Before Time. Land Before Time's great. Titan AE. I actually haven't seen that. I never saw Titan AE. No. Yeah. Um, but like, he's made some great movies. Um, yeah. Is this going to even happen? Where even are they in relation to their goal? They are at, they are about a fifth of the way. 20 days to go, but 1,500 people have jumped in on this. So it's. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's the thing that you can get behind if you want to get behind. Thanks. Oh, and one for you. Uh, to Paul, I understand that yeah. uh, you've been playing The Binding of Isaac Afterbirth, and this was apparently going on the last few days. I wonder what your thoughts on this are. Yeah, he's talking about the 109 conspiracies, or whatever, secrets. I don't know, dude. I don't care. I'm playing a video game. I don't care about the conspiracies. I'll let the Reddit community deal with that. <laughs> okay, so I'm just looking at this new story. Uh, Afterbirth was supposed to add at least 120 items. Mm-hmm. Players have only found 74. Yep. So they thought he lied, but it seems they're just hidden. Yeah, of course. It's Binding of Isaac. Of course there's a shitload of hidden stuff. And, like, I thought basically the idea recently, is... And they're actually just, um like, timed. Yeah, like, basically the community is just going crazy, and they're coming up with theories and how to data mine this shit, and I don't care. I'm just over here playing a video game I like. I don't care about any of that stuff. So, <clears throat> all right. Yeah, uh, that does it for the news. Let's go on to questions. 
Yeah. If people want to send questions in, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast, or you can send them through the Facebook group. Just search Top Down Perspective. Yeah. Uh, all right. This first one comes from Christopher. Holy shit. Yeah, There's a lot here. He sent a bunch in. First off, I would like to say now that uh, – sorry, say that now that Binding of Isaac Afterbirth is out, I look forward to that game showing up on Game of the Week for the rest of the podcast until Christmas. Oh, I guess I should say I've been playing Binding of Isaac Afterbirth. But is it great? Is it everything you wanted? I know you were more, excited last week. It's more items and different room. It's just basically changing up the game I already like, so yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Are the, are the items good? Do you like the new items? Greed mode is great. That new mode is fucking fantastic. So, I don't know what any of this means, but okay. Yeah. All right. Question <laughs> one. With Halloween coming and going, what's your favorite costume you saw that you wish you were able to wear? Okay, we kind of just answered that one. Yeah. Two, if you could make any game character owe you a favor, okay. who would it be and how would they come to owe you one? Characters that originated in other media or are typically associated with them do not count. Okay, so it has to be a game character. It has to be a game character. Or you a favor. Um, And how would you... Okay. Maybe maybe one would, like, fly me somewhere? Yeah. Like... I mean, there's a lot of perverted answers to this. I'm trying to ignore all of those and think of, like, video game characters that would actually have something for me that, like, I would want as a favor. I'm just trying to think like a flying character. Like if Pitt from Kid Icarus came down, I was like, hey, I want to fly in the clouds. And then we flew in the clouds. That'd be pretty fun. How would he come to owe you a favor is part of the question too, which is tripping me up. How would he come to owe you one? Oh my gosh. I don't know. Maybe um, <laughs> maybe he read uh, my game review for his last game and he was like, oh man, you're so right. I'll make sure that next game's better. I owe you one. Thanks for the save. I think Solid Snake would owe me a favor because he ran out of cigarettes and I lent him one. Okay. What do you want him to do for you? I don't know. Just like kill my enemies. <laughs> or so like, your- what is he? He's just an old killer sent to do wet work. Like he just kills people. What if he's like, want to hang out in this bar and just drink together? That would actually be pretty dope. <laughs> I think until like a bar fight fight, like, happens and he just like kills every single person in the room he doesn't have to kill them he could just like cqc them and like knock them unconscious that's true he could knock them unconscious actually he has a tranquilizer gun too yeah he doesn't have to kill anybody i don't know i think i would just hold that in my back pocket and make it so it's like you have to hang out with me now (laughs) basically Third question. As someone who doesn't seem to be particular into f- particularly into football, how annoying has San Francisco been for Sean <laughs> over the past two months? Uh, actually, it hasn't been that bad. I haven't seen much of it. I'm not uh, directly in San Francisco. I, like, I work in San Francisco, but I don't live there. Um, but even over here in the East Bay, not that bad. At least he doesn't live in Indianapolis, poor fuckers. He I hear says- a lot more about their the baseball team, a lot more about baseball. Uh, four, as a spinoff of that, do you have any friends or coworkers who are vastly more into a sport than you are and tends to rant and rave at you whenever their team has a terrible season or loses something they probably shouldn't have? Yeah, coworkers. Holy shit. They need to uh, shut up. No, I not really. Most, I'm in like 
a pretty nerdy work environment and they're, they're somewhat into sports, but I think they just know I'm not. So they just don't bring it up with me. Cause I'm going to be like, okay. And not be a good conversation. They yeah. will usually talk about like movies or video games. Five, which particular generation of games do you feel like has been the most competitive between the consoles? I would kind of like to say that the previous one was fairly even between Wii 360 PS3, but this generation feels like a pl- pretty clear-cut list with PS4 ahead, then Xbox One, then Wii U. Does the e- does the Ouya even qualify for a fourth-place spot? No. No, it does not. <laughs> All right, which um, generation was like the most f- fighting one? This one, because the PS4 and the Xbox One literally have the exact same things going for them for me. That's I don't why think I can't this decide. one's the most fun. I think last generation, like all three were like pretty heavy hitters. And it was also the, like the only one where Nintendo actually like had a foot in the race ever. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, you're right. This one, it, it's not really a competition. The Wii U is the best out of the three. <clears throat> the Wii U is the best out of the three. Okay. If you because say so. my PC does whatever the other two do. I guess that's true for the most part. Yeah, Wii U will like I will never be emulated on PS or on PC. Like the games won't be on Steam anytime ever. Probably emulation right. probably will happen, but not yet. Um, yeah, I probably agree with you. Last generation was was really close because the PS2 generation was not at all close. Like PS2 is just so far ahead, just so far ahead of GameCube and Xbox, it was ridiculous. Right, like, not even close. Um, PlayStation and Nintendo 64 were kind of neck and neck for a bit. I wouldn't have even been able to like tell much because I wasn't on like the internet a ton then. So yeah, I mean, yeah, that's kind of it. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with you. 360 PS3 Wii. And last one, has there ever been? A game protagonist you disliked so much that it actually hurt your opinion of the game or caused you to stop playing entirely. <laughs> I would say that the main character from Final Fantasy Tactics Advance qualifies because he feels like an entitled asshole that is basically everything Ramza from the previous game was trying not to be. Caused me to stop playing entirely. Like, probably not, but maybe hurt my opinion of the game. Like what? Mm. I'm trying to think of something particular. I really hated Steve from Resident Evil Code Veronica a lot, okay. but he didn't like make me stop playing that game because there's a point where you just don't even really talk to him anymore. I can't really think of a of a protagonist that I like really dislike. Like for the most part, they try to make protagonists pretty likable because you spend a lot of time with them, or, pretty, or just like, like a blank slate, or exactly or a blank you. slate for you to yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Actually, Konagami's got it. Evil Within, the motherfucker that you play, play on the Evil Within. He's supposed to be like a cop or something, but he doesn't ru- like when you're running or sprinting away from stuff. He just like gets out of breath instantly and dies. <laughs> Basically, he's always out of breath. This sounds like Alan Wake, but I mean, I don't dislike Alan Wake. But Alan Wake is a writer. The dude you're playing in this is like a federal agent. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, okay. I, I, yeah, I can't think of like I, me having any like negative things towards the main character. It's um, kind of hard because out of all maybe the things, like, they want to make your main character not annoying. 
I don't care about any. I don't care about Marcus Phoenix at all from Gears of War. I mean, yeah, or Dom. I don't care about either of them. Most of them, I just don't really care about, to be honest. Um, Kratos from God of War, I, I could like. I could also just not really care about him or any of his motivations. Yeah, no, for sure. So there's that, but yeah. So I guess I'm more just it's like not a indifferent, dislike, though. Yeah, indifference. Yeah, it's the right just word. an indifference towards it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, James writes in with a few questions here. Even though it's over, is there a song you think is Halloween-ish? My answer is Turn the Light Off by Tally Hall. Thanks, John, for introducing me to them. What is your most Halloween-ish song? Uh, I got a All I can think of are, like, classic Halloween ones, like Monster Mash. Monster Mash is, like, the most Halloween song, so... Actually, okay, That's here's one. Fine. It's not Halloween-y, but I think it... it I think it kind of feels Halloweeny. Ballroom Blitz. Yeah. Does that is that like thematically similar uh, enough? I th- I agree with you. I like okay. it. Okay. I like Do you have it. one in mind? I mean, anything by the Misfits is like completely okay, Halloweeny. Sure. <laughs> just smashing pumpkins. Yeah, like there's just full out bands that are yeah. just like Halloween music, basically. Sure. Sure. All um. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the name of another song. I can't remember the name of it and it's bugging me, but it doesn't matter. Okay. Two, is there an aspect to a game you think doesn't get enough praise? For instance, I think the Pokemon games have a great sense of wanderlust, but I don't see that praised a lot. Something that doesn't get praised enough in games or an aspect to a game that doesn't get praised enough. Uh, I remember uh, really being like super into the facial capture from L.A. Noir, and I'm surprised I haven't seen anything that good since. They pushed that in their like presentations hard too. I remember yeah. that it was good though. Those it was actually super well good. Yeah. Uh, so I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm just surprised. I'm surprised. Um, we haven't seen more of the Nemesis system. From yeah, Shadow of Mordor, and maybe like it has only been a year, so maybe next year we'll get a bunch. But um, the Nemesis system is definitely a thing that doesn't get enough praise. Yeah, like that was that was cool. That was definitely cool. Yeah, I agree. So I, th- I think those would be my answers. I I definitely agree with the Nemesis system. Um, I kind of like the open world Burnout Paradise, just like racing thing. And I don't know if like sure. that gets enough praise. It's just kind of the way all of these games do it now. But like that was kind of a big deal for racing games. What uh, racing games don't do is they don't that Burnout Paradise did was just like the pull up to a light, yeah, and just like rev your engine to start the race. That was yeah. that was cool. Like it was super seamless. Yeah, but there's a lot of things that Burnout Paradise did that no one's doing, and they need to. I want to play that new Need for Speed. I hear it's Holy not shit. good. I don't care. There's weird FMV sequences in it. Maybe I'll just watch a YouTube video of it. Um, although I did hear that the iOS game, whatever the Need for Speed one that just came out, it has Razor Callahan in it. Oh shit! Like there's a mission straight up called the Return of Razor. So someone there <laughs> knows. Oh god, they learned the secret. <laughs> wow. 
All right. Question three. Sean, if Burnout Paradise 2 was announced and for sure going to be as good or better than the first, would you rather guarantee that it sell at least as well as Paradise or have an option in the game where you can switch the radio to play episodes of Top Down Perspective and hope it sells as good? I guess the first one, the second one is just silly. <laughs> Although in Burnout Paradise, I'm pretty sure you could put your own music on there. So... Like the radio so could, could could tap into the could, like because I remember hooking up like it was either a USB stick or like my iPod to my Xbox. I'm pretty sure you could access that music. So I, I guess I could listen to the podcast already. Um, but there will never be a Burnout Paradise too. Who are we even kidding? Yeah, that's true. Andy writes, "It's getting close to the end of the year, so I figured it would be a good idea to start re- uh, recollecting the games I've been playing this year." Uh, though it is a bit er- early, this leads me to question to questions I have regarding game of the year. Sorry, regarding the game of the year podcast at the end of December. For games that came out last year as an early access, but was officially released this year, would that be a contender on game games of the year? For example, Absolutely. Crypt of the Necrodancer. Yes, without a doubt, its official release date is in 2015. Okay, we basically paid a or played a beta in 2014. Right. I would I would say yes too. Um but then should I feel should I have been allowed to put Crypto the Necrodancer on my list like I did last year? I mean probably not, but who cares? It's a video game list. <laughs> like <laughs> Also, if a game came out only in Japan, uh, sorry, Japan this and we know I think sorry, in Japan this year he means and we know has absolutely zero chance of getting a localization to the west anytime soon, is that a viable mention this year? I think so. If you've played it, yeah. Sure. Well, I think like I think the release date is important because that's why we have of the year lists. But I yeah. think, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, you mean if it came out this year and you played it? Yeah. Yeah, you got to yeah. play it. You can't just put a game you haven't played on your list. That's dumb. That's silly. Yeah. Um. So I think that's fine. And I guess if we're allowing with the early access and the full... See, okay, so here's the thing. Two things. Two things. Mm-hmm. First, I think you should be allowed to put early access games on your list that aren't out yet, and then you can put them on your list again later if you want. Sure. I'm actually not going to put it on my list this year because there wasn't enough more to it for th- that like grabbed me again. I got my fill of that game last year. Yeah. Um. But you know, weird caveat. If, if but that that isn't to say like you know if I put like. Rock Band Three. If I if I just play that for the first time this year, it can't go on my list because that makes no sense. Sure. Um, so I think it's it's a it's a distinction between early access and and full releases. But I think you should be allowed to put early access on your list, but even if it hasn't come out yet, because for all we know, the game is not going to fully come out. Like we don't sure. know yet. There's always the chance that this just is the final incarnation of that game, and the developers just walk. Sure, And I'm sure there's even been games that have done that. I can't think of a specific example right now. Well, it's kind of like a list of what were your best gaming experiences of the year. And if in early access, something provides a good gaming experience to you for that year, I mean, that counts. But but the release date has to be taken into consideration. It can't just be standard, like, what's your top 10 gaming moments of the year? Because, you know, I played several of games from last few years. And that's why we have categories for what was your favorite game last year you played or what yeah. was your favorite game 20XX. So, like, but I think for the top 10 list, it has to have some relation to the release date being this year. Sure. Um, 
And even like, I'll even take, I, I think even major updates count. So if, if people put Destiny on their list again this year because of the Taken King, like that thing changed a lot. Yeah. I'm even fine with that. Yeah. Sure. Um, now for side questions. Have you ever heard a video game soundtrack used in a rather obscure way in real life applications? For instance, during the 2008 Beijing Summer Olympics, the soundtrack Spring of the East from Dynasty Warriors 6 (laughs) was played during some of the events or the opening ceremony. I can't recall exactly. Also, Yoshi's Woolly World reminded me how – oh, sorry. This is the second part. Uh, So that was the first question. I can't think of any. I can't either. Like I hear plenty of video game ringtones. Usually it's Actually, video games doing like a commercial soundtrack or something. Like I'm hearing more and more hip hop songs sample like video game things. Like just the other day, uh my friend uh my girlfriend's roommate was playing some random hip hop song. I don't know which one it was. Um, but I straight up was like, Is that the Mario coin? music going in the background and she was like yeah it is and yeah. then there was a different one and i was like is that the sonic ring yeah so that's the only thing i can think of they're sampling from video games yeah yeah um did you did, did you can you think of any examples no no okay uh and then his last part uh also yoshi's woolly world reminded me how enjoyable couch co-op games can be whether it be a significant other or just another bud hanging out. What was the last game you did couch co-op experience with and how long ago? Oh, I've been playing rock band for, uh, with my girlfriend, which is great. That's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't so much couch co-op, but it kind of counts. We play through, we've been playing through that game of Thrones telltale game. Um, I, I mean, if we count that life is strange has been it for me. The lot most recent okay. one. I, I, I don't really, I mean, sure. Like it's this. At the end of the day, it's the same thing. Yeah. We don't both have a controller, but we're like both engaged in it together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but the last time I could think of just uh, like both of us had controllers sitting down and playing. It's been a while for sure. Um, you know, saying Rock End doesn't count, even though it totally does. Um, Mario 3D World. It doesn't have co-op. Oh, sorry, 3D World. Yeah, 3D it is. Yeah, it is. is. You're right. Land sorry, I was thinking 3D Land. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe some of that. But that was like two years ago. That was that was like yeah. three years ago. Yeah. Um, it was a while. Yeah, because I was even thinking like last time I was with some of like my buds back home even, uh, we didn't play much multiplayer stuff. It was more uh, just kind of one of us hot seating and just like chatting, catching up. Yeah. Actually, I think we played some Super Time Force together. Which was oh, okay. Cool. But, um, yeah. All right, you got the next one. Okay. David writes in, so 2015 is wrapping up, and it will soon be time for the TDP community's Game of the Year discussions. I was wondering, do you think there should be an additional category for best DLC of 2015, or do you think the best of 2014 and best of pre-2014 categories are enough? If any of you have considered any new uh, categories for the survey, I'd be interested in hearing them. Now, I know why this came up, because somebody asked me when I was playing Afterbirth, like, I can't wait to see this on your Game of the Year list, and I said, I'm not going to put it on there, because this is just expanding DLC on, like, the exact same game sort of thing, and we don't have, like, a best of the year DLC. So, it didn't change I mean, the we haven't really talked about this. I haven't, I haven't thought of any new categories, 
um yet i'm totally open to having new categories this sounds like something the community could maybe throw ideas to yeah us. you can always send us ideas my issue specifically with the dlc one is personally i didn't play a ton of like dlc specific things to make a list or for anything to really stand out. And if you remember last sure. year, I included a piece of DLC as one of my lists. I think my number 10 game was Mass Effect 3 Citadel. Sure. And Mass Effect yeah. 3 came out, you know, years before that. So like if you wanted to put Afterbirth on your list, I, again, I even mentioned this a few minutes ago. I I would be totally fine with that. Um I'm also probably not going to say no to like anything unless you just put a game that <laughs> came out a couple years ago on your list. I'm going to be like what are you yeah, doing? Sure. Um uh, you know, if Afterbirth is like your total thing. Personally, for me, if it was a game just adding items, that wouldn't do a ton for me. But maybe it does a ton for you. I don't know. This, that's why we have separate lists. Yeah. Um. But uh, again, back to your question, a, a DLC specific list. I I haven't played a ton of like DLC where I could make a list really. So I. I, I like, I think like you could just choose between three though and choose one. Like one of our smaller categories. Yeah, exactly. I guess I have to think about it some more. And, like I think most of the games that have DLC that I've been playing, they just get so like seamlessly streamlined in there now. It, yeah. As opposed to like a named thing. Like, yeah. It doesn't feel like an event so much. In a way, it's kind of gross too to recognize companies on making you pay for more content. <laughs> <laughs> like it could no, be. I don't think. I don't think that's gross. That's as, that's totally fine. No, on disc DLC and stuff. Like, I mean, again, I I'm fine know. with when on disc DLC as well. When you're praising that stuff, it can be kind of gross. Wayward saying best game soundtrack. I think that's probably like a good one we could implement somehow. Yeah, it would we take could, a yeah, lot we, of thought though. We could think of that one too. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, as as the as the weeks go on, people are welcome to send in suggestions for categories we could throw together. Yeah, um, we're gonna start needing those soon too, so we, we can get that survey together. Yeah, I'll probably I'm gonna probably try and get that survey up by December first, uh, so yeah. we have like a month of yeah. people's feedback <clears throat> and uh, and actually and tally the 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 responses as they go. Like I did sure. last year. Um, Brody says, besides PC, what's your guys' favorite console? Wii U. Does handheld count? Yeah, sure. Your favorite console of all time is the Wii U? Besides PC, absolutely, right now. Wow, okay. And handhelds count? Yeah. Okay, if I say the 3DS, does that count as the DS as well because it can play DS games? Yeah, the reason I'm saying that... The reason I'm saying the Wii U is my favorite is because my PC can play like old 360 games that are out on it, emulate stuff as well. Emulate, I guess. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, mine's the 3DS. Uh, I've had such great times with uh, the DS. Sure. Uh, cool for Ninja Cat writes in. Don't know if you guys have heard of this game. It's an adorable indie platformer that's fun to play, and it's called Crotel. I'll put the link in the chat here, and I actually played it before we went live here today. It's cute. It's a it's a game where you play a crow who is trying to like clean up his apartment building or something. I think he's like the landlord of like a complex where people live and like these cats come they're like the what the hell would they be like the health commissioners sort of thing okay and then he's like running trying to like 
cleanup and you're like attacking bugs and platforming and stuff. It's really, really small and kind of cute, but yeah, not a whole lot to it. It's just kind of a fun little thing to do. And I'm going to skip this next question because we kind of already got that sent in. Last question. If there was one thing that if changed could ruin your favorite game for you, what would it be? Also be easy. One thing if changed playability. If I'm I can't say, play like, the game, it ruined it. For this me. will probably a lot do for tons of games. But just take out like the online comp- component. Yeah. Like Bruno Paradise. That game is a lot worse. You take out the online. <clears throat> um, I think you got to be more specific than just like. Than, than your answer. Okay. Because um, I could just say take out the fun. <laughs> no, I I gave an actual response, not an objective one. If you cannot play the game, it can no longer be your I, favorite. I, again, this that's like I'm <laughs> fun. Take out the fun. Juker in the chat saying microtransactions. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> yeah, microtransactions. I mean, he's speaking from experience because he's huge into payday. Or it was <laughs> until that happened, but um, there's a lot of games like uh, if you take out the soundtrack, it would just it would be terrible. I would not like I oh, maybe like specifically like Shatter because then you're just playing like a cool Arkanoid uh, clone. But then I'm thinking of other game soundtracks. I love Super Meat Boy. I, I think that game would still be a lot of fun even without the soundtrack. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> I agree because then you can just put whatever you want on in the background anyway. For that sort of thing. Uh, online component, probably. Like, if a game is focused around doing a neat thing with online and you take online out, that game is no longer playable, really. Yeah. That's probably it. Okay, cool. Um, that does it for questions. If people want to send in questions for next week, topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast, or send in questions through the Facebook group. What is your game of the week? Uh, probably Undertale. Yeah, mine's probably Triforce Heroes, despite all my issues with it. Uh, but I have I have enjoyed uh my some of my time, so I'll say Triforce Heroes. But okay, cool. I haven't played much of uh the other games. Sure. All right, we'll be back next week. Hopefully, John will. I'm not sure. That guy. That guy's all over the place. I think he will be next week. Okay, that's good. I have a sneaking suspicion we'll see him. Uh, and once again, we have a shirt design. If people are interested in getting a shirt with yeah. cartoon images of us uh, doing uh, weird poses, on, you yeah. can do that. Um, there'll be links all over the place. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye.